Hey, it's Jeffrey Craner, and I want to tell you, Welcome to Night Vale is on the road this winter and spring of 2024, and it's our newest live show called The Attic. So Cecil discovers slides from an old family road trip, which at first seems fun and joyful, but begin to change into something strange and dangerous. The show tells a tale of childhood memories warping through the lens of a cursed slide projection, a shape-shifting creepy doll, and of course, the totally normal dispatches from Nightville's community radio station. The show stars Cecil Baldwin, Symphony Sanders, me, and Disparition with original music performed live. We'll also have a musical guest with us for all shows because what is Nightville without its weather. We'll be in Europe in early March, Antwerp on the 2nd, Utrecht on March 3rd, Cologne on the 4th, Frankfurt and Berlin on the 6th and 7th of March, then London, Glasgow and Bristol March 9th, 10th and 11th, March 13th in Leeds, the 14th we're in Manchester, and finishing up on March 16th in Dublin. But if you're in the U.S. or Canada, come see our final shows of The Attic in April. We'll be in Toronto on April 1st, and St. Louis on the 3rd, Louisville on April 4th, Columbus April 5th, Pittsburgh April 6th, and April 7th we're in Jersey City, and we'll close out that tour on April 8th in Northampton, Mass. If you've not seen our live shows before, they're super fun. They're entirely original stories, never heard before on the podcast, and you don't need to be caught up on Night Vale at all. You don't even need to know what Night Vale is, so, I mean, you could bring your weird friend who doesn't listen to podcasts. They'll still have so much fun. Get dates, locations, and tickets for all of our remaining live shows of The Attic at welcometonightvale.com. Click on Live Shows. Go there now. While you're listening, you can multitask. welcometonightvale.com. Click on Live Shows. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Support for Welcome to Night Vale comes from Odoo. If you feel like you're wasting time and money with your current business software, or you just want to know what you could be missing, then you need to join the millions of other users who switch to Odoo. Odoo is the affordable all-in-one management software with a library of fully integrated business applications that help you get more done in less time for a fraction of the price. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash nightvale. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash nightvale. Odoo, modern management made simple. Home is where the heart is. We found it one day in the sink. It hums things late at night, but they are not songs. Welcome to Night Vale. One thing I've learned as a proud citizen of Night Vale, it's that horses are incredibly susceptible to suggestions from government satellites. But I've also learned that Night Vale is a community that cares about education. Night Vale is a community that fears education. 
Nightvale is a community that allows education to happen the way terrified campers allow bears to eat their food. Education is important, say whispers with no obvious source we all hear every night. College graduation rates in our little town are above the national average. We bravely continue to promote literacy in spite of the terrible dangers associated with books. Our truancy rates have significantly declined due to the Sheriff's Secret Police's program of humane, low-fatality taserings. So, I know we can count on all of you to support the Night Vale Community College Capital Campaign which was launched this past Monday to fund the establishment of a new science center for students. Science, I especially believe, is very important. College President Sarah Sultan announced, In our present rapidly changing technological environment, it is more important than ever to encourage students to consider study and careers in all the sciences. Except astronomy, she added, pretending she was coughing. Nobody cares about astronomy, she said, obviously under a cough. Reporters stood quiet and confused about how President Sultan could make such an announcement as she is a smooth, fist-sized river rock and has no visible mouth and likely no internal organs, muscles, or passageways that can create a human-sounding voice. <coughs> telepathy, President Sultan said with a cough. It's telepathy, you guys, she said in all of our minds. Fundraising opportunities like these can make a huge difference to small local colleges. So please, Nightvale, consider making a contribution. As always, you can give to the capital campaign by burying your check, cash, or credit card donation in warm, wet earth and whispering, I know what you did. I do not forget. I've gotten a lot of calls, emails, telegrams, and sympathetic glances the past couple of weeks from people who are wondering if Carlos the Scientist has returned from the other world desert he is trapped in. And here I remind you that he became trapped there while saving our city from treacherous, dark forces. I remind you, he is a hero. I remind you that my boyfriend is a hero. Sadly, Carlos is still in the desert. The same desert our new mayor was once trapped in. Fortunately, as Dana discovered... Cell phone batteries last forever there, and there's pretty good Wi-Fi despite there being just vast amounts of sand and, apparently, a mountain. But if our mayor can make it out fine, I think a scientist can too. Scientists are always fine.
Listeners, I've been seeing all the reviews for that new restaurant, Tourniquet. Sounds like executive chef LaShawn Mason has created a real culinary hit. It's almost impossible to get a reservation there. I tried to get a table for... or just one, of course. And the nearest available date was not for another two months. And even then, it wasn't a reservation for tourniquet, but for Applebee's. Actually, you know what? I think I've been looking at the Applebee's website. It's very easy to misspell tourniquet. Anyway, Gia Samuel's review in the latest issue of the Night Vale Daily Journal mentioned tourniquet sous chef Earl Harlan. And that surprised me. He was a childhood friend of mine, and I had no idea he was a professional chef. It also surprised me because he was dragged away screaming by the herd of mute children at last year's Eternal Scout ceremonies. Very few ever survive Boy Scout courts of honor, especially not those dragged away by the mute children. So, it's good to see Earl back home and safe, and likely returning to his volunteer duties as Scoutmaster. I hope, one day, I can get a reservation to his fine restaurant. Um, let me see. Nope, nothing. Oh, wait! Yes! Yes, I got one! I, oh, nope, nope, I'm on the Applebee's website again. Never mind. An update on the progress of the Night Vale Community College Capital Campaign. Thanks to the generous donations of Night Vale citizens, the campaign has already reached 30% of its target goal. A particularly notable gift was made by local eccentric recluse and proud alumna Mrs. Sylvia Wickersham. The college fundraising staff was caught off guard by this donation, as no one has heard from or seen Mrs. Wickersham in over a decade. Also, the gift was a fine porcelain vase filled with two dozen English Angora rabbits. College representatives expressed their gratitude for Mrs. Wickersham's generous and super cute contribution, of course, but would like to remind the greater community that it is preferred that donations be made via cash, check, credit card, spinal columns, or other common negotiable currencies. Money. College representatives added helpfully, through the narrow crack of a slightly lifted manhole cover on Main Street. You know, the kind you use to procure goods and services when you still have a physical form. They added in spray-painted bubble graffiti on the side of an abandoned warehouse near the train tracks. More on this, as there is more on this. Night Vale, our new leader is almost here. This Friday is Inauguration Day for our new mayor, Dana Cardinal, 
who used to be an intern at this very radio station. Dana may, in fact, be the most successful intern this station has ever had. So few of our interns have ever gone on to do anything. Important. Gone on to do anything important. Inauguration of new mayors includes a swearing-in ceremony that takes place behind a thick velvet curtain. The curtain is raised a few inches, and all the press and public are shown a few shuffling feet and hear loud, high-pitched shouts. The mayoral swearing-in ceremony is the one point in Nightvale's political calendar where citizens may voice their opinions and beliefs without risking reprisal or imprisonment. They are, in fact, encouraged to shout even the most forbidden beliefs and thoughts during the ceremony, openly and without fear. The event will take place in an undisclosed location 200 miles from downtown Nightvale and will be exactly two minutes long. Former mayoral candidates, the faceless old woman who secretly lives in your home, and Hiram McDaniels, who is literally a five-headed dragon, have both declared this a botched election and are filing for a recount by shouting their complaints into the side of a canyon wall they think might be Hidden Gorge. No one can tell exactly where Hidden Gorge is, which is how it got its name, Gorge. It doesn't matter. I'm ecstatic for our new mayor. It'll be weird having a former intern as a leader, but I just think she'll do a wonderful job. Congratulations, old young friend. I've just been informed that Mrs. Sylvia Wickersham has made another large donation to the Nightvale Community College Capital Campaign. This one consisting of 1,000 live and extremely fluffy rabbits. The Capitol Committee is beginning to have difficulty finding space on campus to house her donations. What foliage existed on campus has been immediately devoured. Several of the botany program's greenhouses have been broken into and ransacked. And... Many of the rabbits have reportedly entered the student center, refusing to wait in line before ordering at the snack bar and taking way more napkins than they need. In an effort to make the most of this impressive endowment, the Capital Committee is currently discussing the possibility of repurposing some of the rabbits toward residents' life operations. English Angora rabbits are well known for their thick, soft, silky wool, so the college's student housing office feels this presents an opportunity to make new blankets and rugs and hats and blindfolds for students, as well as winter cloaks for the coyote-faced advisors that lurk about the student program's office. Representatives have attempted to contact Mrs. Wickersham to discuss the possible redistribution of her generous gifts, but without success. More curiously, when attempting to visit Mrs. Wickersham's home, committee members were informed by her neighbors that they have never actually seen Mrs. Wickersham, but they often have dreams of her. 
I mean, she never looks like herself, each of the neighbors stated. Generally, she appears as a hovering green box that pulses with light, and her voice sounds like an oboe playing a whole note, but like in this dream kind of way where I totally know it's her, they concluded. Some committee members raised questions about how an incorporeal dream being could donate wild animals, and also if maybe she could stop doing that. Those members were quietly removed from the room by other committee members. In any case, Nightvale, let us hold Mrs. Wickersham in our thoughts and, of course, dreams, and hope for her safe return, or possibly for an end to her rabbit donations. Both would be nice, but let's not be greedy, Nightvale. We all take what we can get in this life, you know? We take what we can get. Uh, bad news from the Nightvale Community College listeners. A donation of 5,000 English Angora rabbits in the name of Mrs. Sylvia Wickersham have just arrived at the college's fundraising headquarters. It's uncertain how they found their way there, as said headquarters had already been relocated to the underground emergency fundraising-related disaster bunker constructed in the 1970s by Dr. Erlis Bedermeyer, the community college's all-time second least popular president. As of last report, the rabbits have invaded and taken over control of fundraising headquarters, using dedicated telephone lines to make personal calls, uttering insensitive remarks about the body types of students and staff, and tilting the vending machines in clear violation of safety labeling. Simone Rigado, the transient who lives in the Earth Sciences Building, says these are typical behaviors for this breed of rabbit and that she is not surprised. She also repeated her claim that the world ended more than 30 years ago before grunting some French cuss words and disappearing into a small, round hole in the wall. The 6,800 rabbits, more rabbits now than students, are running amok throughout campus. They have disrupted lectures and shown flagrant disrespect for faculty, they have joined academic and social organizations and are engaged in irresponsible drinking. There are even reports that these vulgar, cuddly rodents broke into the college president's office and licked viciously on President Sultan for several minutes before her administrative assistant could free her. Listeners, this is an urgent situation. These rabbits, well, all rabbits, really, are a menace, and they now have access to all the advantages of higher education. I advise you to lock your bookshelves, eat your diplomas, and place any vulnerable stones or rocks in your home on high, inaccessible shelves. If you see a rabbit, do not attempt to engage it in debate on post-structuralism, semiotics, gender politics, 
or sporting events. Even as I speak to you, college officials and the sheriff's secret police are desperately searching for Mrs. Wickersham, hoping to mitigate some of the damage that is being done. I hope they find her, Night Vale. I hope that the rabbits do not find us. I hope that we all find something or someone that can keep the light on a little longer against the endless pressing dark. And in the meantime, I take you now to the weather. People bring me casseroles and pray for his immortal soul. They think I'm in widow's weeds, but pity's the last thing I need. I dress in black and wear a veil to hide bright eyes and skin so pale. And make sure that nobody sees the marks of love my lover leaves. Since the day they told me he was gone, haunts me faithfully dust till Psychics on TV They just groan and shake their chains When I say my baby's on the physical plane When I died upon that cold, cold night Made a promise to leave her sight Now she knows that there's nothing to fear Can't you see we got a my fingers through her hair She turns around and there's nothing there Wrap my arms around her sleeping near Can't you see we got a good thing here Can't you see we got a good thing here My husband cooling in the grave The worms crawling out My lover's distant so makes me so happy now When they drew their pistols And they fired each one shot How could I have imagined This sweet bliss would be my life I used to be an angry man I wanted things that weren't mine At 15 paces in the sand I left that all behind Now my spirits rise When she turns out her bedroom light Gently haunt my lover in the cold and tender night. They try to comfort me with platitudes. They don't know I'm in a real fine mood. There's no reason I should shed one tear. Can't you see we got a 
have received information that agents of the sheriff's secret police broke down the door to Mrs. Sylvia Wickersham's neo-Victorian home on the east side of town. Their search of the house found it completely empty and uninhabited, with the exception of a small, green tree lizard, sunning itself in the front parlor. The sheriff's secret police grabbed the lizard and were on the verge of eating it, as none of them had had lunch that day. Well, I mean, some raisins and a few roasted almonds, but that's not really a full lunch. And lizards are a complete protein. But the Capital Campaign Committee stopped them. This is Mrs. Wickersham, said a committee member. This is Mrs. Wickersham? said the secret police person. Yes, the committee member said, explaining further that Mrs. Wickersham was a high-level donor to the college. At certain levels, donors receive benefits like mugs or tote bags or names carved into bloodstones. At higher levels, donors receive very special benefits— like being able to invade the dreams of their neighbors or having all of their belongings taken from their home or being transformed permanently into a tree lizard. Most of our benefactors choose a Gila or Skink or Chunkwala, the committee member said, quoting from the college's own fundraising brochure as the lizard form of Mrs. Wickersham dangled and squirmed above the sheriff's secret police person's gaping purple maw. Mrs. Wickersham takes a lot of pride in her alma mater, the committee member explained, and she has donated so much to the college. None of it has ever been money, but she is a valued donor to the community, continued the committee member, as a brass band somewhere else in the world, and completely unrelated to this story, played eighth notes quickly, but softly. Why did you make a big fuss about it and call us here? said the secret police person. Oh, that? said the committee member, shrugging. It was just, uh, good publicity for our capital campaign. The sheriff's secret police coaxed the tree lizard into a comfortable vivarium filled with fresh reptile bark, wrote evidence on the side of it in Sharpie, and removed it to an undisclosed location near the microwave in the secret police break room. In her absence, Mrs. Wickersham's next of kin was found to legally be her dry cleaner, Ben Burnham, who was amenable to the idea of retracting Mrs. Wickersham's donation. More specifically, what he said was, Yeah, sure, whatever, what do I care? All the colleges are just factories for little socialist robots these days anyway. Beep boop, beep boop, 
free healthcare for everybody. Beep boop beep boop beep boop. I'm a robot. Then he began to, without breaking eye contact, eat the plastic hanging bags on his desk, starting from the top and working his way down. The rabbits have been removed and redonated to the Nightvale Petting Zoo. This worked out well, since until today the Nightvale Petting Zoo has only ever housed emaciated wolves. But now, thanks to Mr. Burnham's donation, on behalf of Mrs. Wickersham, of nearly 8,000 cuddly rabbits, those wolves will not be hungry again for months. Despite all interruptions, the Nightvale Community College Capital Campaign has actually surpassed its undisclosed goal, and construction of the Science Center is slated to begin this coming summer. The Capital Committee would like to extend its thanks to everyone who donated. A community that cares for education, after all, is a community that cares for its future. With all the fear and respect and awe that the future is due. Knowledge may be terrible, but we can only prefer it to ignorance. Light may be terrible, but we can only prefer it to the dark. Stay tuned next for a reality that cannot possibly match expectation. And as always, good night, Night Vale. Good night. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geo-engineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image, but when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. Binge all episodes of The Last City, ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. Welcome to Night Vale is a production of Commonplace Books. It is written by Joseph Fink and Jeffrey Craner, and produced by Joseph Fink. This episode was co-written with Ashley Learman. The voice of Night Vale is Cecil Baldwin. Original music by Disparition. All of it can be found at disparition.info or at disparition.bandcamp.com, where he has a brand new album with guest work from Cecil Baldwin and Gabriel Royal. This episode's weather was Ghost Story by Charming Disaster. Find out more at charmingdisaster.com. Comments, questions, email us at nightvale at commonplacebooks.com or follow us on Twitter at Nightvale Radio. Check out welcometonightvale.com for more information on this show, as well as all sorts of cool Nightvale stuff you can own. And while you're there, consider clicking the donate link. That'd be cool of you. Today's proverb. Soccer is also commonly known as football, Canadian baseball, American football, violent jogging, and World War II.
Support for Welcome to Night Vale comes from Odoo. If you feel like you're wasting time and money with your current business software, or you just want to know what you could be missing, then you need to join the millions of other users who switch to Odoo. Odoo is the affordable all-in-one management software with a library of fully integrated business applications that help you get more done in less time for a fraction of the price. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash nightvale. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash nightvale. Odoo, modern management made simple. From the creators of Welcome to Night Vale, Alice Isn't Dead, and within the wires comes a new Audible original, Unlicensed. In the outskirts of Los Angeles, where the cul-de-sacs and strip malls sprawl into the desert, two unlicensed private investigators scrape by on whatever small cases come their way. But when a teenage girl pleads for them to take the strangest case of their career, this unlikely pair, with no resources and no backup, will follow a trail of seemingly unconnected cases, which will lead them to a ransom, a murder, a mysterious wellness center, and a conspiracy that might go all the way to the governor. It's important to catch small fires early. They don't stay small for long. Unlicensed. Available now at audible.com slash unlicensed.